confused and scared. Yes, there is definitely some relief too. You are free in so many ways, but you just made the biggest decision to abandon everything you had ever known about God or religion in one failed swoop. This is big stuff. And now you are starting over on this faith journey from scratch, but with some baggage. So today we are talking about the five W's of who you are now as an Exmo, and the two big questions you ask yourself to help guide you now on this faith journey. Who you are, what do you want most, and what words do we need to redefine? What are your biggest worries? And if you could wave a magic wand, what would you wish for? Today is all about discovering who you are now that you left the LDS Church and the two big questions we have to ask that can help take us from lost and confused to a life with Jesus. Hey girl, I know you are overwhelmed at the thought of being a Christian. There are so many damaging lessons you need to unlearn and you feel like you are starting over from scratch. Heck, you were even taught not to believe the Bible, so where do you turn for truth? Hi, I'm Shelby Hosfield. I too was a girl who left the LDS Church. I too felt like I had abandoned everything I had ever known about God. I spent 20 years lost after leaving, wishing someone would just give me the blueprints on faith. How was I supposed to raise my kids with God when I didn't even know how to pray? Can you relate? But as hard as this is, I know you are not ready to give up on Jesus. God opened me up to a real relationship with Him through His Word. The Bible is not only trustworthy, friends, but it is living water to our souls. I don't want it to take you 20 years. Here, you will learn how to pray, you will find truth, and you will finally gain trust in the Lord. If God is for us, who can be against us? This is Finding Faith Above. So before I jump into anything else today, I wanted to just real quick point you over to our top resources library. So on the show notes here, just the very first link that you see is going to take you to all of the resources that I have compiled as someone who was coming into faith. So it takes a lot of stuff, (laughs) I feel like, to break through all of this baggage and a lot of knowledge and a lot of learning. And you can sift through a lot of crazy stuff, but I have put together in a really awesome library Uh, all the different resources that have helped me a ton. So different apps that I really love to use to help me to learn the Bible, some amazing interviews and documentaries that I found on YouTube, uh, some other podcasts that I really enjoy that have spoke to me so strongly. And I've put them all together just for you to help you on this journey to try to help you to... um, you know, get to the other side a little quicker. So before we do anything else, I just want to invite you over to that. Go ahead and click the link, first link that we have here in the show notes today, and that will take you to the top resources library. So let's go ahead and jump into our five W's. So the first W that we are talking about today, we're going to talk about five W's, and then we are going to go into the two big questions that you can ask yourself to give yourself back a compass because right now you've kind of lost it. So the first thing we are looking at is the first W, who you are without the church. Right about now, you're feeling a bit lost. The church affected every part of your life from the beliefs about God all the way to what you ate, what you drank, what clothes you wore, how you talked, who you talked to. It's all encompassing and you just walked away from all of it. If you don't think you have a Mormon accent, well, I'm sorry to tell you, but you probably do. We speak Mormonese and even after all these years of leaving for whatever reason, if I am out somewhere and I can hear somebody talking, I'm like, oop. 
they're Mormon. They turn around, they're wearing a BYU sweatshirt. It happens. <laughs> it's kind of a funny thing that happens, but it, it is all-encompassing. It is a part of every aspect of, of our lives. So when you walk away from all of it, well, it's, it's a big moment, and many people's heads, they kind of explode. And I would not blame you if you found yourself on the kitchen floor crying in a fetal position. I get it. It is a big deal to walk away. But the super cool thing is you are here. You are listening to this podcast right now, which means you are not ready to give up on Jesus. And for that, I want to just yell a big hallelujah. <laughs> it's amazing that you are here and we are not giving up on Jesus. So I know you. I know you. And I know you are feeling a bit lost and confused, and that's okay, because you are in the right place to get some answers. And I know truth is a really big deal to you, and I'm going to try as hard as I can to give you as much good truth in this podcast. No more man-made lies, but just, just real good truth. I, remain, I remember being there um, in that I felt like I had just lost my compass, lost my way. For me, you know, I had been breaking the rules for a long time. <laughs> I admit it, I had been. Uh, but I knew I was breaking the rules. I knew what those rules were and I knew I was breaking them. When I walked away, suddenly there were no more rules. So, you know, what do you use as your compass to go off of? And it was so confusing to know what was what was actually the right and what was the right what was the right and what was the wrong thing to do. It just was so confusing. I also know that you're a mom. I know you're a daughter. I know you're a sister. I know you're a wife. And I know family is a really big deal when it comes to all of this. And guess what? You are also invited to be the daughter of the king. We'll get to what that means exactly a bit more in the future and in future podcasts. But when you find faith, you are part of a whole new family. And it's awesome. All right, the second W that we are going to look at is what you want. Because you have family. And because you are a mama, the biggest thing right now that you want is to know how to raise your kids. This is real. My kids are really, they brought me to Jesus 100%. It is confusing because we had something shoved down our throats and that was all a lie. And we tend to take our past experience of too much religion not God, but too much religion, and apply it to the real Jesus. If I can say anything about my experience after leaving the church, it is this. And please listen, mamas. In an effort to not heap too much religion on my kids, I inadvertently denied them of knowing how loved they are by our Creator. Stuff got real <laughs> there for a bit. Because my beautiful girl had no idea that God had knit her together in my womb. And she was beautifully and fearfully made just the way that he had intended that she be made. She believed all sorts of terrible things that the world wanted her to believe. The enemy is sneaky. Uh, not very creative, but he is very sneaky. And I will say this. God was there. And when I said, help me... <laughs> I can't do this on my own. And it had to do with my kiddos. I knew he had been there the whole time. When it comes to our biggest want after leaving the church, family is definitely number one. And all I can say is with that want, keep that at the forefront of your minds because you want to, you want to raise your kids with Jesus. You do. 
you want to raise your kids with Jesus and no, you don't know how to do it. But if you just show them Jesus's love, it, it will go so far. They need to know how much their God loves them. That's all they really need to know about it all right now. <laughs> they just need to know how much God loves them and that he made them just the way that he intended them to be made. My kiddos are doing great now. So, <laughs> but, it, but you know, I mean, it, it, that's when, that's when life really got real. And that's when I really did find Jesus is when it was like, holy smokes, my kids. Um, so I get this, I get the whole family dynamics. It's hard. And leaving church and family, that's hard, but just cling to Jesus because he is the peace in the storm. He is the calm and more peace is never the wrong thing. So peace and love, just bring that into all aspects because what you want, you want to be there for your kiddos and being there is going to mean showing them Jesus's love. Okay. So then the third W is words. And words can get very confusing when we are talking about uh, leaving the church because so many words, the meaning of them in the true gospel of Jesus is, it was so twisted. And so we're having to relearn a lot of words. But there's, there's three big words that I know that all of you really want, uh, even if you don't necessarily know that you want completely, but you do. <laughs> Number one is going to be truth. You just want to know the truth. And this was a word that we heard a lot. Um, we know it's true. We know it's true. We know it's true. We're told this. We know it's true. Um, I know what it is like to pray and wish and beg for God to tell you that something is true. But God doesn't say yes to crazy things, girlfriend. I know what it feels like to be hungry for truth. And I get that. And, uh, and now you are free to actually go find the truth. So that's what we're going to dive into so much more on this podcast in future episodes is really just the truth of the Bible. And I love it. And you are going to love it too. So the second word that I find is such a big one for us who have left the church is trust. Not something I wanted to do ever again was trust because I wanted to be able to trust myself because I didn't trust anybody else because everybody had lied to me. They put all this pressure on me and I did not want to believe anything anyone ever said ever again. I know what it feels like to have no trust in religion or anything that seems like it possibly could be man-made. Been there, done that, but we are going to gain some trust. We through, through our own beautiful search and being a questioner, and there is nothing wrong with questioning things because Jesus is going to point us in the right direction here. And through our own study here of the Bible and God, we are going to gain trust in the Lord like we have never known. And it's going to be awesome. Then the third word is grace. And this is the one that you may not know that you necessarily want this. Because grace is something that was so turned around for us. It was uh, grace, but then grace and grace, and then you need to do a little bit more. It was never just grace. I had no idea what grace really was. I totally believed grace could only get me as far as, okay, Jesus died. Now we get to go to somewhere, but that's completely up to me. And it really is all about me. 
to make that happen. And it's all about me to make sure my glory is in the right place so that I'm worthy enough. And let me just tell you, that is could not be farther from, you're talking about truth? That could not be farther from the truth. Grace, my friends. When Jesus died, he died for all of our sins. And that's it. There's nothing after that. (laughs) Because we believe in him as our savior. That's it. That's, that's That's the final thing. And that grace, the grace that God has to become flesh and dwell among us and die for us. Yes, that's God. To do that for us, that is grace like we have never been shown because none of us are worthy. None of us will ever, ever, ever be able to be perfect or sinless. We are full of it. It's just the way we are. And God loved us so much that he decided to come down and save us from all of our sins. Is that not the most beautiful thing? And there's no, there's nothing after that as far as what we have to do to, to earn that. It's, it's not from anything we have ever done. It's because he did that for us. That's grace. Pretty dang cool. All right, so now we're going to move on to our fourth W. Your biggest worries. Oh, goodness. Do you find yourself up late at night questioning whether you will ever find true faith, reach a good faithful place with all the family, or truly ever feel worthy of God's love, grace, or enough? We just talked about this being enough. Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel lost and overwhelmed when you are confronted with new truth or a triggered by an old lie from the church again or something along those lines? There's a lot here, and your worries are valid. But I'm going to tell you a little something I feel like God has been telling me a lot lately. Be still. (laughs) Be patient with yourself and with those around you. This is a journey, not a sprint. Think about how incredibly patient God has been with you. We can be patient too. So all of these worries that you have... Well, we're going to work on gaining that trust in the Lord. And, and you know, when we have trust in the Lord, we don't need to worry anymore. He's going to take care of it. He will. In his own way, in his will. And it may not look the way that we want it to. And it doesn't mean that everything is going to be perfect and that everything is going to be right and that we are going to live this super blessed life. That's not what it means. What it means is that you are going to have a peace even in the middle of the storm because you have that faith that God has it all worked out. It all comes together and we have to have that faith in him. But then all of our worries go away. We got to get that trust. We got to get that that faith in God to know that even in the storm, we can have peace. All right, so our fifth W, your biggest wishes. So you wish you could have a community. I get that. You just left a really big, close, tight-knit community with lots of complexities and probably a lot of issues too. But you had a community and now you've left that. So that gets complicated. And in this podcast, we are going to really get into more uh, in later episodes on how you can find that community, find some people that you can talk to, that you can rely on. And depending on where you're at geographically, this could be a little bit more complicated. Uh, But you know what? 
we can still find them. There are there are people, there are Jesus lovers everywhere. <laughs> so we just got to find them. All right, your next wish, your wish that you could have friends. So it goes along that same line of that community. You wish you could have friends that aren't going to ditch you just because now you decide to wear a tank top. You know, it's okay. <laughs> you wish you could, um, like we talked about before, we wish that your kids would know God's true love. That's a big wish. The The whole kids dynamic is so interesting. And, and we are going to talk more about that too. But again, just bring them Jesus's love in every aspect. Just bring them God's love. You wish you could know God. You wish you could know God better. And you're in the right place for that too. You wish that you would know how to pray. And this is something that we're going to just bring into all of our episodes again more now is just is praying because, uh, all you have to do is share your heart with God. He's our creator. How cool is it that there is no veil between us and him <laughs> as far as some sort of a dictation on who can talk to him and who can't. You can talk to God just right now. Just just talk to him and he will listen. You also are wishing that someone could just come in and give you a compass, truth, trust, something other than yourself to have self-worth, to know you were loved, to have some direction and all that, all that comes with, you want faith. Good thing <laughs> that you found finding faith above. All these things, uh, all these things that, you know, you're wishing that you're struggling with all of these things, they come with faith. And that is everything that this podcast is about. So in future episodes, we are going to go dive super deep into all of your wishes as well. But for right now, let's look at the two questions that we can use to guide you after you leave the church. Because right now you're feeling like you don't have a compass. You don't have a direction. You don't know exactly where to go. And you might not for a little while. So what can you use to be able to direct you on where to go and what to do? So we just talked about the five W's of who you are now that you left the church. But girlfriend, the story is far from over. Your faith journey is just beginning, which is so cool. I know making decisions on anything right now can seem a bit overwhelming. You don't have the rules to follow or the social pressure, which is a huge part of what our decision making was for a very long time as to what everybody else thought about what you were going to do. Uh, but right now... We are looking at things a little bit differently. So I remember being there. I spent 20 years feeling very lost. That is way too long, by the way. Here is what I wish someone would have told me that would have helped me on this faith journey so much. Number one. Oh, this is such a good one. This is, this is just huge. Number one, ask yourself, is this helping me to know God and to make him known? That's your purpose, by the way. That right there, knowing God and making God known, that is your purpose for life. Now, how you end up using that, it can change for everybody depending on our talents and who we are and our opportunities, but to know God and to make God known. So I still ask myself this question every single day, literally every day. This is our ultimate goal right now is to know God, right? I mean, that's what you're trying to figure out is who is God? So your ultimate goal is to know God. So ask yourself every time any, you know, what do I do moment comes up, just ask yourself, is this helping me to know God and to make him known? If the answer is no, 
then is it helping you find peace, find Jesus? Or is it pulling you away closer to confusion? This podcast, probably one of the crazier things that God has ever asked me to do is this podcast. (laughs) But is it helping me to know him? Yes, because I spend so much time every day in the word trying to find the answers to help you all on this journey. And is it making him known? I sure as heck hope so. So that one is obvious, but are you questioning things like, what do you drink? What do you wear? What do you say? What do you watch? So ask yourself, is this bringing you closer to knowing Jesus? Some things, you know, are probably neutral, but other things are going to cause you to question something you never did as an LDS. Am I doing this for my glory? Everything when we were Mormon was about us earning our way. So it was all about our glory. But here is the biggest secret to all of finding faith. And once you get this, you will truly know God. I promise you, it's not about you. It's about his glory. So what you might have to get, you know, super real honest with yourself about is, am I deciding to wear this for my glory? Am I deciding to go out there and do something crazy so that everybody notices for my own glory? Or am I doing something big and impactful for him? Welcome to the concept of surrender. (laughs) It sounds crazy, but nothing is more freeing than when you say to God, I am giving it all to you because I cannot do this on my own. My life is yours for your glory. It's beautiful, friends, and I know it doesn't maybe seem like it at the current moment because you're still on this walk, but in this is true peace. When this happens, it's like this light switch comes on. You are in the light. It's beautiful. So ask, is this helping me to know God and to make him known? So the second question that we are going to ask is, are we relying on his word Or are we relying on our feelings? So I'm not going to tell you to just go pray and you will feel everything that you need to do and should do. No. Feelings can get us into serious trouble. Now, some feelings can be useful. I'm willing to bet that it all probably started with a little feeling or maybe lack of feelings when you were in the church and you were deciding whether or not to start questioning things. So, I mean, some feelings are not necessarily a bad feeling, but one of the big things that I have noticed about and, and about myself and upon self-reflection about the, the Mormon church is just this emphasis on feelings, and that when we feel these feelings, you know, they're either good or, or bad feelings towards the church or against the church. And we should always just direct our feelings in the right direction. But you know what? The Bible says over and over again not to trust our feelings. I mean, let's think about this. If we did everything that we were feeling at 15, 16 years old, would we be in a good place right now? Probably not. <laughs> the Bible says over and over feelings are fickle. That we have to question whether or not we should trust them. And what do we trust them against? What do we put our feelings against when we're trying to decide is this something that is a is a true and honest feeling that I should be exploring and, and moving more into? Well, it's the word. 
God doesn't speak to us in these feelings that uh, can take us in all different directions. But what he does speak to us through is his word. That's why we call it the word, hit the Bible. The Bible is a living word. It speaks. So yes, pray. Pray to, like pray like you've never prayed before. One of my favorite things about being a Christian is being in a good group of Christian women who pray. I think praying is so incredibly important. But don't pray and expect for God to answer you, especially in these these feeling type ways that uh, overtake and and it's just not it's not um, it's not going to be a good compass for you, especially since your feelings right now are very confused. So I want you to be honest about where you're at and I want you to go to the word. And I know that this is something that is tricky because we've kind of been taught not to trust the word completely. Uh, We're going to talk so much more about this in later podcasts. In fact, this is going to be a central theme of finding faith above because one of the biggest, most damaging things we were taught in the church was to not believe in the Bible. Old Joseph Smith was pretty dang smart in that one. If you want to start a new religion that completely contradicts the Bible, the first thing you have to do is convince the people that it is untrustworthy. That is something I didn't even realize had happened so effectively in me until so, so many years later. I carried that part with me. Despite the fact that I had left the church, I carried that part with me for a very long time. But we are going to get all the reasons why the Bible is not only trustworthy, but it just became your new compass. And it's not one of those things where it's like, should I go to this movie? Let's open up the Bible and see what it says. No. <laughs> this is this is a, a partnership with God and the fact that you are going to pray and you are going to give your heart out and you're going to talk to him and Instead of relying on these feelings that happen because of this, because this is a confusing time, so you're going to have lots of feelings. Instead, you're also going to be reading his word. And I am telling you, it is some supernatural crazy stuff when God decides to speak through his word. And he will. So just get ready, because it's going to be fun. (laughs) God is going to speak so many beautiful things to you through it. So just open up and see. All right, so today we talked about the five W's of who you are now as an Exmo, and you are fine just where you're at. It is exciting that you are on this faith journey, so own it. You're here, and that is okay. We are moving forward, and as you're trying to figure out how to move forward, you are going to rely on two big questions. Number one, you're going to ask yourself, is this helping me to know God and to make him known? And then the second question that you're going to ask is, is, um, am I relying on my feelings or am I relying on God's word? And then you're going to go open up the word because it's amazing. And then the next thing I want you to do is I want you to make sure to get the resources that I am going to provide for you to help you to gain that trustworthiness in the Bible, to understand how to read it and to to move forward and and listen to some great testimonies and all that awesome stuff that is in our resource library. library. So that is going to be the very first link. Uh, If you go to the show notes here and you want to jump in, or even if you want to read this whole blog post, um, every single one of my episodes includes a full-on blog post that has uh, videos, everything written out for you. 
Either way, if you go onto uh, the link that's right here in the show notes, or if you want to go to the blog post, either way, you're going to be able to find a way to get to the wonderful library that I am going to continue to keep updating for you. So this is not just a snag, a stagnant thing. It's a, a page that is on the back end of my website um, that I'm going to continue to just keep updating every time I find a really great video or a really great podcast or an awesome resource or an app or anything that I feel like will help you guys in any way, I'm going to put it in there. And so I want you guys to have access to that. So go ahead and jump on and grab it now. If God's Holy Spirit is really wrestling inside you and you're like, you know what? I really feel like I need to talk more about my story and what's going on. I understand how that is. That's how this podcast, you know, came to be in the first place. And everything in this episode that we talked about today is from real world conversations that I have had with women just like you. So if you are feeling convicted right now to really speak up about your story and possibly think maybe you'd like to even be on the podcast, head on over to findingfaithabove.com where you can jump into my contact form there and you can send me a message or you can DM me on Instagram or message me on Facebook. Any way possible is great. I love talking to you women and, uh, and yeah, I love you guys. I am so honored that you showed up today to listen to this little podcast talking about big things. If you want to comment, share, laugh, or cry about what we talked about today, then you need to join the Facebook group where you can have a safe space to do all the sharing because we kind of need people in this big old world that understand. And if you are like, heck yeah, that was awesome. Where can I get more? First hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and then hurry on over to findingfaithabove.com where you will find so much goodness all created just for you because I really do love you guys. I've been where you are at and I want to help you have all the hope and none of the lost resources, art, Bible studies. It's all there just for you. Findingfaithabove.com. Wishing you all the best in love in Jesus name. See you next time.